This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. You know, buying or selling a car can be tricky. My guest this hour can help. I'm Martin Strong. That's coming up. But first, let's take a look at the consumer news from the past week. Big news if you like oat milk or soy milk or any kind of milk that doesn't come from a cow, you will still be able to call it milk, at least in the United States. Thanks to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA officials issued a ruling this week that says plant-based beverages don't pretend to be from dairy animals and that U.S. consumers aren't confused by the difference. So calling it milk on the label is fine. Dairy producers for years have called for the FDA to crack down on such products that they say masquerade as animal-based foods and cloud the real meaning of milk. If you own a home in the Lower Mainland, it looks like you can expect a pretty hefty property tax increase. In Vancouver, for example, draft documents from the city show councillors are considering a nearly 10% property tax increase for 2023. The proposed 9.7% increase is almost double what they were talking about in November. The budget will be considered at a special council meeting at at Vancouver City Hall on Tuesday with a final decision expected next month. That proposal comes as residents in Surrey face a property tax increase of roughly 17% as that city grapples with costs relating to the RCMP or the newly created municipal force, whether they retain the old RCMP or not. A potential strike by Canada Revenue Agency staff could cause problems this tax season. The national president for the Union of Taxation Employees suggests you may want to file your taxes ahead of the April 30th deadline to avoid any disruption by the potential strike. Mark Briere says strike votes have been launched and are expected to finish up in early April. And he says he expects CRA workers will vote overwhelmingly in favor of taking strike action. Microsoft is ready to take its new Bing chatbot mainstream. The company says it is bringing the new artificial intelligence technology to its Bing smartphone app, as well as uh, the app for its Edge internet browser. People will still have to sign up for a wait list before using it. It comes less than a week after making some major fixes to stop the search engine from uh, going off the rails. Environmental advocates are celebrating in Laguna Beach, but it won't be with balloons. The seaside city of Laguna Beach voted this past Tuesday to ban the sale and public use of balloons whether they're inflated with helium or not. Not only are they a major source of trash floating near the scenic shores, they also threaten animals and seabirds, and they feel the balloons can even cause wildfires and power outages when they get tangled up in power lines. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and when we come back, some great advice if you're both buying or selling a car, or if you're dealing with ICBC about your car being written off, you'll want to you want to hear from our next guest. We'll talk to an auto broker from AutoMallNetwork.com when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. I'm Martin Strong.
This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. Buying and or selling a car can be very complicated, much less dealing with insurance companies. A lot of pitfalls, a lot of things that the dealers don't want you to know. And my next guest believes educating yourself is the best way to protect yourself. Viraf Baliwala is the co-founder of the Auto Mall Network, a company that helps consumers buy and sell cars. You can find them online at automallnetwork.com. Viraf, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having us, Martin. All right. Well, first off, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things, including how to deal with insurance companies uh, who are valuing uh, your vehicle if you're in a write-off situation, all those kind of things. But let's start by talking about the Auto Mall Network. Um, I think a lot of people aren't aware that there are even brokers who deal with uh, buying and selling of cars and, and those kind of things. So tell us about the Auto Mall Network. So Automall Network, as you said, is an auto broker, which is very different than just a car dealer. So we actually work for the consumer to help them source vehicles, negotiate pricing, et cetera, um, and, uh, and make that whole process fairly seamless and, and stress-free. Um, we'll go out, do the shopping, et cetera. Uh, if you're looking to sell vehicles, we can help with that part of the process as well. And our expertise, we have a significant amount of expertise in total loss insurance claims, as well as diminished value claims, uh, which is when vehicles are repaired. And, and now you're, you're ending up with a vehicle that's got a claim history um, that uh, you're trying to sell or trade in. Yeah. And let's talk about, about diminished value claims. You've got uh, over 18 years experience dealing with this. And uh, most people, when they deal with an insurance company, they're dealing with an insurance company for the first time. So they don't really know how it works. But, but uh, so, so it is important to have somebody on your side, right? Well, somebody who knows how it should work, uh, because the insurance companies don't want to take on the responsibility of having to cover your paper losses. Um, a diminished value, just so that you know, I can uh, elaborate on that, uh, it's also known as accelerated depreciation. And so if somebody you know, gets into an accident through no fault of their own, you know, they're rear-ended, side-swiped, or whatever it may be, and now that vehicle, if it gets repaired, is going to be worth a lot less on the open market than a claims-free vehicle. So, you know, fast forward a period of time, you want to sell that vehicle or you want to trade it in for another vehicle, and you're going to get a heck of a lot less than what you would have if you didn't have this, you know, label on that vehicle history report or the Carfax. So the insurance company doesn't really want to be paying you for that because their obligation has been uh, to cover your vehicle but you still incurred this paper loss today when that accident happened. And so the insurance policy is supposed to make you whole. In order to be able to be made whole, you really have to go after the other party. Now, both sides are with ICBC and BC's case, right? But you have to put the claim through the other side in order to, to claim for the losses that you've incurred over and above the repair of your vehicle um, and, and possibly a rental. 
Right. So, what do people need to do when they have an accident and they're they're dealing with ICBC? What's what's the most important thing to do? Well, first and foremost, if they say, "Hey, I've incurred diminished value of my vehicle, and I need to be made whole for that," your adjuster is going to say, "Sorry, we don't cover it." And that is true; they don't cover it as part of their policy. But then you have to kind of go to court and sue the other side in order to to get that um, get that loss covered. Because you still incurred a loss on the, you know, at no fault of your own. So that's the way it has to be. Now, it's going to be an uphill battle. You're going to have to go through the headache and hassles and whatnot of going to court. And so as a result, most people don't bother doing it. They just take, you know, bite the bullet and, and you know, deal with it. Um, but more so, it's important when it's a total loss. So if the vehicle has not been repaired and it's now deemed to be a total loss, meaning that the cost of repair was was too high, and so the insurance company is simply going to write it off, what they're going to do is they're going to send an appraiser out to assess the damage. And that damage, the appraiser is going to say, well, it's going to cost us so much to repair, so we may want to just consider writing it off and paying off the customer. In other words, buying the car out from the customer at its pre-accident value. And so the insurance company will then say, okay, if we're going to do that, then they come up with a number of what they think your vehicle should have been worth before the accident took place. Okay, now remember, the insurance company is an expert in insurance. They're not an expert in vehicle valuation. And so they come up with a number, and sometimes it's high, sometimes it's low. We are finding that in today's market, many of the insurance claims are actually much lower than what your settlement value should be, what the fair market value of your vehicle prior to the accident was. And so in such a case, they're going to come to you and they're going to make you a settlement offer. And so it's very important not to simply just accept because, hey, this is the insurance company telling me what it is, but you have a right to dispute it if you wish. Oh, I was just going to say, I guess most people don't dispute it. They just uh, throw up their hands and and just take it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they want to move on. They want to get, they got to get their other vehicle and the insurance company will provide a rental only for a a short period of time once they've given you that settlement offer. So it's really important to move quickly, have everything assessed, go back to the insurance company if that value is low and get it resolved before that rental expires. Right? And if, if their numbers are wrong, then you have a basis to be able to say, well, you should really you know, extend the rental until we get this thing resolved. Right. So the, the pressure that you're under doesn't need to be there, you know, but you do want to make sure that uh, you are getting a settlement value that is fair for your vehicle. So, for example, recently we did uh, a claim for a gentleman in Kelowna. Right. And um, you know, the insurance company came back and said, you know, here's how much it is. And uh, he felt that it was low, and so he reached out to us, and uh, we did our research, and we actually uh, provided him with the the right data that he was able to then go back to the insurance company. And he got more than than $4,000 more than that original settlement offer. Wow. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. (laughs) It changes the dynamic completely of what you're going to be buying next. Because if you've got an extra $4,000 to spend, you could be buying a better vehicle, a higher-end vehicle, whatever it may be. But certainly you're not limited, 
like you would have been if you just accepted that money and left. Right. We're talking to Viraf Baliwal, uh, Baliwala, the co-founder of the Auto Mall Network, a company that helps consumers not only buy and sell cars, but also deal with insurance companies. You can find them online at automallnetwork.com. And what's the process like? People just uh, are in these sort of insurance situations and they, they go to automallnetwork.com and, and, uh, and they talk to somebody. Is that how that works? Yeah, they can, they can just click on, you know, get started. There's a button, a big, you know, button there that's very obvious. Click on that and just fill in the details of what um, what their situation is. Hit submit. It'll come over to us. They will get an automatic email just telling them what exactly that they should be doing next. Um, and and I'll kind of give you a quick summary of that. Basically, you want to go back to your insurance company as soon as you get evaluation from them, a settlement offer, and say we would like to get a copy of that settlement offer or, or your settlement report, which shows the comparables that you have used to come up with my settlement value. And then once you get that report, then send it over to us and we'll actually review it for free. We'll do a quick review for free to see whether, yeah, we think it's low or no, you know what, it's it's kind of pretty much ballpark, right? Right. And, uh, and if, it, if, it, if we do feel it is low, then you can retain us to go out and do a more in-depth report, which shows you here's what you should be getting, as well as you know how to present this to the insurance company and how to um, use this information, so that um, you know you're you're presenting proper facts upon which they can base their settlement. So the insurance company doesn't necessarily want to lowball you, but they're trying. What what they're doing is using the best information that they have. Again, not being in the vehicle industry, just being in insurance, that may, information may or, may or may not be correct. And so if you can provide a proper set of data uh, and facts to be able to say this is what it really should be, then in more, more cases than not, we're finding that they're being fairly cooperative. Right. You just have to know how to get that data. So. Right. Automallnetwork.com. That's how you access that data. And the thing I like uh, talking to you, what I'm hearing, it's not an adversarial position you're taking. You're not treating the insurance companies like they're, they're the bad guys. You're just helping consumers be armed with the best information there is out there. That's right. That's yeah. right. And once and, they have that information, then they can go back with something credible you know, just to, to kick and scream and say, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm really upset because I think my car is worth more than that. That doesn't get you anywhere, right? right? But if you take a deep breath, go through the proper process, come up with the right facts, and then properly present and say, hey, look, you know what, we've done our own research. This is what we have found. Then they're, they're much more amenable to, um, uh, to working with you. So how many claims does the Auto Mall Network have under its belt? Well, as far as the actual claims goes, we've done well over 100,000 claims under our belt. Um, that's uh, both for insurance companies themselves as well as for consumers. So right. we've actually had insurance companies come to us and use our services to come up with proper values and things like that, uh, again, for well over 18 years. Um, you know, so that's, that's a fair bit of experience, I'd say. 
Yeah, no, that's it's pretty impressive. Uh, Varaf Baliwala is our guest. He is the co-founder of the Auto Mall Network. It's an auto brokerage company that helps consumers buy and sell cars. And you can find them online, automallnetwork.com. And their phone number is 866-310-8699. And uh, it's risk-free. And uh, so basically, uh, the thing we're learning today is if you are in a situation where, say, your car is being written off, um, you want to get a little bit of uh, a little bit of extra help when it comes to getting data. And it's not like you're trying to, um, you know, take advantage of anybody. You just want to find out exactly what your car is worth. And uh, that's why people should go to the automallnetwork.com. And, uh, and, and it's as simple as that. And as we learned, they will give you a, a free consultation and uh, you can decide whether it's worth proceeding and they will tell you more and more about what your car is worth. And uh, it's it's well worth contacting the automallnetwork.com. And when we come back, we'll have more with Raraf and talk about how you can protect yourself uh, when you're dealing with the insurance companies and uh, you have a claim on your car. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and my guest this afternoon is Varaf Baliwala from the Auto Mall Network. It's an auto brokerage company that helps consumers buy and sell cars as well as as deal with insurance companies. Uh, You can find them online at automallnetwork.com. You can also give them a phone call, 866-310-8699. And uh, we've been talking a lot about dealing with insurance companies. And the thing that I'm getting from the Auto Mall Network is, it's not an adversarial thing. You're not trying to screw anybody. You just want to help consumers get the information they need to get what is the worth of their car. Would you say that's correct? That's right. They're entitled to a fair market value assessment on their vehicle for their settlement. And so we're just helping them because most people are not experts in how to deal with insurance companies. They're not experts in how to value vehicles for total loss purposes. And so if we can provide them with the right data, then it's going to help them be able to present the facts properly to an insurance company so that they can settle better. Right. And, and I guess in some ways, the auto mall network is kind of like uh, a, a real estate agent. Would you, would you say that there's a, a bit of a, yeah. a, a, a connection there that, that buying and selling a car is like buying and selling yeah. a house? You want to have a, an agent. So that's true. Exactly. Yeah. Very, we, we actually modeled the auto uh, automobile network business, the auto broker business, very similar to a real estate broker. The only right. difference is, you know, it's not as big of a purchase. Mind you, some of those cars are getting quite up there in price, <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, it's not as big of a purchase uh, as, as a home. But, you know, we provide the same sort of services overall. Right. And how is the market for for cars these days? Because post-COVID, there was a lot of talk about there just not being enough supply, especially with used cars. I mean, how do you see the market? Is it is it coming along well or do we still have a long way to go? 
Um, a little bit of both. So it, it has started to open up a little bit, um, but there is still, you know, a ways to go before we get back to the old days, you know, of, of normalcy. Um, especially on the new cars, where they're talking about electric vehicles and things like that. Sometimes you still got a very, very long wait. I've heard, you know, a year, two years, um, you got to put your order in and hope that, uh, you know, you're in line when that vehicle comes in. Right. And let's talk about some of the pitfalls of, of buying both a used car or a new car, um, especially with new cars. The thing I'm hearing all the time is uh, employee pricing, dealer pricing. Um, is that something that the consumer should be kind of cautious about when they hear something like, oh, it's, it's, that's the dealer price, like they're telling you what, what it's costing them? Well, if you ever get this kind of dealer price report or anything like that, that's really uh, fake information. Um, that's not what the dealer actually pays for the vehicle. How many businesses do you know that open up their kimono and say, here's what the entire industry is, is you know, actually paying for this so you can come in and negotiate a better deal? That being said, I don't think you're going to be hearing about that too much for the next you know, few years because the car business, um, you know, they're not, they're not really discounting as much as they used to. Right. Is that because they just don't have to because the supply is low? Well, they, they don't have to, number one, because supply is low. They don't have the availability of the, of the vehicles to be able to discount. So you've got to remember that dealers, um, you know, they're in business to sell more and more vehicles. And so they used to be able to sell based on volume. And so, you know, they would make, make up their margins by selling more vehicles. Well, now they can't sell more vehicles because they don't have vehicles really to sell. And so, therefore, they're going to be holding more of that margin in there, and they're going to be selling based on margin, not so much on, on discounted price. Right. So, we've so still what's been your... Successful. We've still been su- successful at getting uh, some discounts for clients, depending on the vehicle and popularity, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Right? But... Some of the trends in the in the industry have been things like um, if you want to buy this particular new vehicle, you have to take financing as opposed to leasing. They call forced financing, um, you know, or you have to buy these extended warranties and other extras in order for us to sell the vehicle to you. Otherwise, we'll sell it to the next guy on the waiting list because they'll be willing to pay it. Wow, and that, so, that you know, doesn't seem are, all that fair. That doesn't seem all that fair. It, it doesn't, but this is an opportunistic time for, for dealers to, to uh, because of the demand. They're, they're able to do that, and they have been doing it. Now, some of the manufacturers have come out and issued you know, statements that they're not you know, supposed to do that, et cetera. Um, but at the end of the day, the dealer is an independent business, and you know, if they do, you're not going to be able to stop it. Right. Varaf Baliwala is... Uh, the co-founder of the Auto Mall Network, an auto brokerage company that helps consumers buy and sell cars with insurance companies, uh, especially if they're in a, in a write-off situation. You can find them online at automallnetwork.com uh, online. And uh, Varaf, what is your 
main piece of advice for somebody who is in the market for for a, uh, a used car or a new car? I mean, what's the first thing they should do? Is there are there websites that they should visit, or should they be a little wary of websites? Well, first and foremost, you want to narrow down what it is that you're going to be going after, because there's so many different cars out there that you could be running around like a chicken with your head cut off if you don't have some focus. Right. And and even when clients call us and say, well, we want you know help finding a vehicle, we say, well, what kind of vehicle do you want? And we want it, you know, make, model, kind of year range. We can help them determine the year range based on their budget and that sort of thing. But certainly make and model. You want to you want to really narrow that down before you start, you know, spending so much time researching everywhere for it. Otherwise, you will drive yourself crazy. Right. <laughs> and that's where automallnetwork.com comes in. Um, so sure. what if somebody is interested in, in uh, especially a used car, I guess, or, or a new car, um, and they go to automallnetwork.com, um, how, do you, how do you start to help them there? So, again, we've got that you know, get started button, big red button. Click on that. Just tell us what it is you're looking for. We will then, um, you know, somebody will call you from our office. And we'll go through the process, find out your needs and you know, goals, et cetera, and then start to develop a plan from there. Right? Our advice is free. We don't charge for advice. Um, it's just once we start nailing down, yeah, we want to go after this particular vehicle, that's when the real work comes in on our part. So that's, that's when we start you know, charging. Right. And, and finding a good car at a good price could save you a lot of money over and above uh, any commission that they pay. Yeah, well, they're not paying us a commission. We charge a flat fee for our services. Right. And so that way, you know, it's not dependent on how much we get you to pay for the car, which is what the typical you know, broker model would have been. The more you pay, the more I make. But in our case, we just charge a flat fee. And in many of the, the tiers of service that we offer, we guarantee we're going to save you at least twice our fee, if not a lot more. Uh, otherwise, we will back off our fees, even down to zero, if we're not able to, to, to save you that kind of money. Right. And I guess uh, we were talking earlier about dealing with insurance companies. And, uh, and I guess it, it's sort of the same philosophy with the Auto Mall Network uh, when dealing with dealers, it, it's not like you're trying to, to screw anybody. You just want to have the best information that, that is out there and find out what the car is actually worth and, uh, and, and find people that fair price, right? That's right. So when they get their settlement report from the insurance company, uh, again, if it's, uh, if it's already a, a reasonably fair number, there's no charge for our services, and we just tell them to, you know, go ahead with this, and we think it's fair, and now you don't have to, to worry about whether you are, um, you know, getting a fair value or not. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what are some of the big mistakes that people make when they're in the market for a new car? Thinking that they can get a great deal on their own is probably the biggest mistake that we <laughs> threw people time and time again we can help you do a lot better. And in fact, we've had, uh, we have a, a tier of service there for new cars called our um, free price check. So if you go and get a price already from uh, any dealer, then send us, you know, this is the price we've got for it. And we'll let you know whether we think that it's worth paying us to, uh, to, to 
you know, get more or not. If we can't save you at least twice the fees, then we're either going to back the fees off or, again, just tell you to take, you know, take the deal and run. Right. So there's no, right. there's no charge for the free price check. And then if it's, you know, if, yeah, we can save you money, then uh, it's up to you to decide whether you want to um, um, use that service or not. Mm-hmm. So go to automallnetwork.com. Also, uh, give them a Give them a call, 866-310-8699. And what about trade-ins? Uh, is it, a lot of people say uh, it's not a good idea to, to make that part of the deal, to trade in your old car with the dealer that you're buying the new car from, and it's better to sell it uh, independently. Um, where do you stand on trade-ins and what's some advice you have for people uh, in that department? It certainly depends on the situation. Um, some people want to, you know, maximize the dollars that they get in their pocket, um, in which case you are better off selling it uh, to a private individual. Um, in other cases, uh, they want the convenience of just being able to drop off the old keys, take the new key, you know, new keys and drive away. And so there's nothing wrong with either of those models. It's just simply a matter of what your uh, tolerance is for, for going through that extra effort. Now, we right. do have a program we call our virtual consignment where we can help you find a buyer for it. And at the same time, we also do um, take that vehicle and we can shop that vehicle around to various dealers to try to maximize your trade-in. Right. So automallnetwork.com is the website. And as we discussed in the, in the first segment, uh, Automall Network com can be really valuable if you're in a situation dealing with, say, ICBC, the insurance company, dealing with an insurance company. So uh, it's important that if people are, are being offered something for their car as a write-off, they're being offered a figure, that they make sure that that figure is fair. One of the reasons why they should go to the automallnetwork.com and find out everything yeah, you need to know. Even if it's just for so, peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's a great a great service. And if you go to automallnetwork.com, you can click on the get started button, and uh, you can find out whether it's worth proceeding, or wh- whether just take that settlement uh, and go. So, uh, Viraf Baliwala, I want to thank you for talking to us, uh, and I wish you all the luck. All right, thank you for having me, Martin. All right. Automallnetwork.com is the website. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, the high-tech world can be cutthroat. An exec from a tech company based in Burnaby being fired by his two brothers. That story is next when Vancouver Consumer continues. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. A Burnaby Tech executive has scored a sweet wrongful dismissal payout after being fired, but it's not going to make future family gatherings any easier. Doug Zoner was actually a co-owner of Algo Communications Suppliers, but was fired by the two other owners who were his brothers. He went to court to sue for wrongful dismissal. 
and the court has now awarded him a settlement of just over $568,000. The Burnaby-based telecommunications equipment supplier was founded by the mother and father of the three brothers back in 1968. Doug, Paul, and Carrie's owner took over ownership when the parents passed away. Doug had been in charge of Algo's Interconnect division which wasn't doing all that well financially, so that part of the company was sold in December of 2019. However, Doug was still collecting a $350,000 annual salary from Algo, despite having had no more work to do uh, for his former division after April 30th. Doug maintained he was still employed by Algo and continued to be entitled to draw his salary until the whole company was sold. But Paul argued that Doug had effectively retired when the division was sold. The two brothers continued in a stalemate for months because they were Algo's only two directors officially. But that standoff ended after the third brother, Carrie, officially became the company's third director and voted with Paul to fire Doug. In a termination letter, Paul claimed that Doug had abandoned his employment with Algo as of May 2020. But B.C. Supreme Court Justice Fritz Verhoeven disagreed. Verhoeven ruled that Algo had fired Doug without reasonable notice and awarded him damages equal to more than 19 months' salary, about $560,000, as well as replacement insurance expenses of about $8,500 and court costs. Earlier this month, the B.C. Supreme Court had another interesting case, the case of a Burnaby apartment strata, which was sick of paying strata fees for the gym facilities and squash courts of the apartment building next door. You see, back in 1985, the Harrington agreed to share in the gym costs at Discovery Place so their tenants could head next door and use them. In return, Discovery Place could use the tennis courts at the Harrington. Everything was great. Until recently, when the Harrington decided it wasn't worth it, and in 2019, they voted to stop paying. The Discovery didn't like that one bit, especially since the gym and the squash courts were getting kind of old, in desperate need of repair, and probably an extra payout of cash by apartment owners. So they took them to court, saying the 1985 deal is current and still binding. The court agreed and said that Harrington will continue to help pay the costs, and if need be, All the tenants, all the owners will kick in for the repairs as well. And that's it for this edition of Vancouver Consumer. We'll be back next Saturday at 2 p.m. I'm Martin Strong. I want to thank our producer, Leo Coelho. The news on CKNW is next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.